let's go into the raw material. So we're midway through session 69, and this was again received August 29, 1981. Uh, we're, Don was asking quite deep questions about how, how it could be that this Orion entity uh, had access to um, Carla in in the way of the psychic attack, what its uh, plans were, uh, what the metaphysical principles are that uh, of the interaction or the uh, attack and uh, ideal response to neutralize it as much as possible, and. We ended around 69.11, uh, where from 69.9, Ra had indicated that um, it would be uh, within the first distortion or not infringement of the law of free will should Carla, in an unprotected state, um, by mistakenly follow or be lured by the negative entity uh, when out of body had she been calling for raw without protection and the very critical point here to understand Orion or, or high level negativity in 69.9 I think is Ra's statement the entire hope of the Orion group is to infringe upon free will without losing polarity so, uh, any kind of persistent infringement upon the law of free will would depolarize them. Uh, and that's the same thing about, you know, why don't they just take over the planet um, and, you know, Mars attacks, invasion. That would be a violation of the law of free will uh, and the free will of humanity therefore they would lose polarity and Ross said in another session they wouldn't Orion wouldn't make such a full frontal attack invasion overthrow planetary conquest uh, because they would have to free will of individuals would have to be restored in their favor after such a thing such a you know obvious blatant uh, for all to see uh, invasion, you know, ET invasion. Uh, and they calculated that they probably wouldn't be able to have uh, the free will of humanity go in their favor, thus they prefer to work behind the scenes. And in 69.11, in explaining uh, why it was that uh, Carla's higher self wouldn't um, have any option in a sense other than let her go into negative space-time after she had voluntarily but by mistake uh, followed or agreed with the negative entity to be led away uh, in time-space non-physical uh, in some kind of mistaken attempt to be of service to the entity why higher self wouldn't be able to pull her out because it was done free by her own free will even though it was mistaken which is another little point which is um, by our free will and wrong view or misunderstanding or confused understanding of, of situations we make choices that lead us into a lot of trouble and higher self doesn't stop that there may be guidance uh, and inspiration available in the mind before it's like I, I, I knew I shouldn't have done it but I did it anyway this kind of thing happens a lot that's perhaps often a uh, the, the voice of a guide or a helper or an angelic or higher self um, but we dismiss it or we may often we do, we do and go ahead and do it anyway and then get into trouble or have some harm uh, and higher self lets all that play out. And Ron sixty nine eleven to review in terms of Don Don asking why 
why would she have to go from some high 5D negative time space to reincarnate in space time? Ra said the path back, or what is Don was wondering about the path back from that uh, misplacement or um, resultant, um, you know, mistaken following. Ross said the path back revolves firstly about higher self's reluctance to enter space-time, negative space-time. This may be a significant part of the length of the path, meaning how she'd get back to uh, late sixth density or wherever she's from. Uh, secondly, Ross said, when a positively oriented entity incarnates in a thoroughly negative environment, it must needs learn teach, meaning learn really, the lessons of love of self, thus becoming one with its other selves. When this has been accomplished, the entity may then choose to release the potential difference and change polarities, uh, going from basically having developed the metaphysical power by having learned the way of service to self up, you know, uh, that is sufficient to that high-level negative space-time. So she goes off with the negative entity mistakenly and ends up in five upper 5D negative time-space. Higher self uh, doesn't really want to enter space-time, <laughs> obviously, um, but realizes it, it ought to. Then reincarnating over multiple lifetimes she would have to in upper 5d space time learn the ways of service to self sufficiently uh associated with what rock calls becoming one with its other selves meaning having comparable spiritual development along the negative line up to that position of late 5d after that she could release potential difference and change polarities uh, this is another there, there, there's so many important subtle principles here um, when we're surrounded by negatively oriented people for us to uh, remain in such an environment with such a social group at some in some way we have to become resonant with them to stay in such an environment not only upper 5D negative space-time with negative entities, but even here down in 3D space-time, surrounded perhaps, or being involved in a strong surface-of-self group mistakenly, or, you know, we find ourselves to be, like in a family even, uh, where the parents are awful, can be, uh, to some extent, to stay there has to be a resonance achieved, which is akin to Ra saying, becoming one with its other selves, must needs learn the lessons of love of self, or develop sufficient negative polarity to be resonant energetically, metaphysically with the people there. And this is why some children cut off relations with their parents. Uh, totally abusive uh, service of self or harmful parents uh, may be determined to be uh, un- unredeemable, as many negative humans are, and we simply have to leave because we can't become them. Should I stay, I'd become like them. This kind of thing. Uh, Ra, explaining further at 6911, said that the process of learning the accumulated lessons of love of self may be quite lengthy, the entity, also the entity, in learning these lessons may lose much positive orientation, yeah, during the process and the choice of reversing polarities may be delayed until the mid-sixth density, meaning uh, when she if she, uh, all, Ross said all of this in your way of measurement is time consuming, although the end result is well, right after a detour of uh, 500 million years or something like that, and many dozens of lifetimes, I would assume, to develop sufficient negative polarity comparable for her, in this case, to late 5D negative space-time or late 5th density negative. Uh, Even even then, because of this loss of positive orientation, she may not even want to reverse polarity 
having then you know having already after a lot of effort and lifetimes developed sufficient negative polarity or surface self ability um, to get to be able to reverse polarity it may not even she may not even want to do that so this is very <laughs> ghastly actually in terms of her evolutionary development then she would have to what go into 60 negative and then only reverse polarities until mid six density so we can say the time of uh, negatively oriented entities reversing polarity ending the negative path is mid six density is it 6.4 maybe maybe meaning the level of development uh, is akin to six chakra fourth subplane heart level um, opening and reversing so it's a very serious uh, danger <laughs> that, sh that was being posed by uh, the negative entity and their continued uh, communication with Ra. So go on to some of the new material. 6912, Don asks, One of the, can you, is it possible to tell me roughly how many wanderers that have come to this planet within the past, within this cycle, within this master cycle, have experienced this displacement from or into a negative time space. Just wondering if there are, if there have been many. Ra said, we can note the number of such occurrences. There has been only one. We cannot, due to the law of confusion, discuss the entity. Which means that entity, whoever that was, a high-level positive wanderer who was displaced or misplaced or mistakenly got themselves... Um, Kind of kidnapped into uh, a negative time space upper dimensional realm it's only been one whoever don't know but it was a wanderer like carla uh, the master cycle is seventy-five thousand years the major cycles are uh set years so just the way raw uses those terms major cycle twenty-five thousand years three of them equals the master cycle seventy-five thousand years equals 3d which seems to be not only for Earth, but perhaps even this galaxy, or certainly at least this sector of the galaxy, though I'm not really sure. And yes, it relates to the precession of the equinox, or going, you know, Earth wobbling, or having exposure to the 12 houses of the 12 signs of the zodiac, each one being 2,000 plus years. It is from that. So anyway, it has happened before, and Rock can't talk about it. Um... Uh, Don asked, 6913, you said the higher self is reluctant to enter negative space-time. Is it correct? Ross said, the incarnative process involves being incarnated from time-space to space-time. This is correct. Don's, Ra, interestingly, didn't, didn't understand Don's question or um, wanted to give a different answer. I'm not sure why. Don was really asking about higher self's reluctance to go incarnate to upper 5D negative space-time. And Ra was really saying, answering, yes, incarnation, incarnative process itself is movement from time-space to space-time. And that, that's just an important, um, simple cosmological metaphysics everybody should know, just in terms of terminology. When, when we talk about the after-death plane, the heaven worlds, astral plane, astral realm, astral body, uh, deva-loka, uh, non-physical kama-loka in Buddhism, uh, we're talking about time-space. And so in the body here, we can say we're, consciousness is polarized or um, positioned in space-time. After death, it's time-space. In meditation, we can experience more time-space. And again, in time-space, Ross said that there's an experience of fixity in space, but freedom in time. And so the emphasis of in the non-physical or time-space is um, greater mobility or um, capacity uh, for consciousness in time versus space-time being um, greater a greater focus on the experience of mobility in space. Like, I can move my body, but I can't remember two hours ago. <laughs> this kind of thing. Or I can remember it, but it's uh, nearly none 
of what it was. So that's pretty normal. So anyway, and, and the world is also changing with the energy dynamics of harvest now. And in some ways, uh, the, the permeability um, between time, space, and space-time, or the non-physical and physical, is greater now than ever before. Permeable meaning we can um, tap into um, higher chakra and sixth chakra experience and multidimensional experience and metaphysical truth easier now than ever before, if we seek it. Six nine fourteen, dawn going on. Then the negative, then the positively polarized entity. I will make this statement and see if I'm correct. When first moved into time space of a negative polarization, experiences nothing but darkness. Rahad said that. Then, on incarnation into negative space-time by higher self, it experiences a negative space-time environment with negatively polarized other selves. Is it correct? Ra says it's correct. And so that's what uh, that's the metaphysical process or consequence. Um, should Carla uh, let herself be lured away? Um, and this. Um, I don't want to take too much time, but it's also true that uh, there is a experience of darkness uh, in many ways, metaphorically, even psychologically, uh, metaphysically, when we're in the presence of a strongly negatively polarized human being. Um, they are, you know, it's cold, it's evil, that being the mind is very loveless. Uh, and it can be disorienting for people who are not familiar with high negativity uh, to be uh, nearby high negativity. Like the Illuminati minions, some of them are very well-developed negative, and some of them are very damaged mind negative. But uh, they live in darkness and shall die in darkness and go to darkness after death. 6915, it would seem to me, Don says, that this would be an extremely difficult situation for the positively polarized entity, and the learning process would be extremely traumatic. Uh, and Ross says, let us say, 6915, let us say that the positively polarized individual makes a poor student of the love of self, and thus spends much more time, if you will, than those native to that patterns of vibrations. Why is Ra so mild? Why does Ra not say, in agreement with Don, which I think is the truth, that the entity would experience it to be extremely difficult and extremely traumatic? Why doesn't Ra say, yes, extremely traumatic? Is it wrong, or does Ra not want to go there? And I've seen this before, and anybody who's read this material would know, um, is it raw downplaying the um, pain and suffering or the intensity of the negativity or they want to um, put you know keep a cheery a happy face or they want to uh, you know like mr. Spock uh, speak from the logical rational truth uh, only and de-emphasize the emotional experience uh, of, you know, the uh, the experience of, of the person in such a situation or those observing of how disastrous and terrible and awful it would be. I don't really know. Uh, but there is a difference between uh, extraterrestrial teachers and human teachers. Uh, who may be at the same level of development. The human teacher comes out of distortion and may have a greater understanding and sympathy for distortion. And the extraterrestrial living in uh, paradise or in a realm of um, profound harmony with no negative entities and no negativity infringing whatsoever, actually. Incessant freedom. <laughs> ceaseless freedom from negative infringement in the home dimension 65, 4D space-time, time-space but here it's a little different so 
uh, yes, it seems to me personally that it would be extremely difficult and extremely traumatic. Just like we experience, you know, imprisonment or living in a very toxic environment or family or relationship or grouping. Um, obviously, yeah, positively polarized people uh, are poor students of the negative path and spend more time. But um, I personally would say that there are certain deficiencies that raw that the Ra's instruction presents us with because of it being really an alien source. <laughs> they, they really are not human, and their evolution was profoundly harmonious. And this I've seen with Tibetan masters, Tibetan Buddhist lamas, some of whom are very, very enlightened, not all, but some, uh, who have lived in a purified environment from the you know from the age of five um, they don't they don't understand how they don't understand western mind psychological angst they may not some some don't they don't they never went through it they they're too purified to understand um, the wretchedness of high psychological distortion and that's similar here so uh, human teachers may be more sympathetic or um, more resonant in understanding and explaining and comforting and helping us in um, high distortion because it's that experience was more immediate for them they just came out of it while uh, high positive extraterrestrials um, really are no longer human and don't have the same uh, history or ledger account record of the same kind of psychological trauma woundedness that we're familiar with in many cases. 69.16, Don goes on, is there no process or way by which the entity once misplaced, meaning if Carla had been, and I'm assuming this misplacement must be a, a function of free will in some way, is it correct? <laughs> He's really saying he, he tried to start another question like perhaps is there no process or way by which the entity after being misplaced could get out of it without having to incarnate into negative space time but kind of turned it around in the middle and the question became more like uh, is misplacement a function of free will and Ross said it's correct meaning yeah it is and Don follows up at 69.17 and explains his confusion or his perspective and trying to get clear on it, saying, Now, this is a point that I find quite confusing to me. It is a function of the free will of the positive porient. How about that? Uh, the positively... That's a spelling mistake here. Huh? It's a function of the free will of the positively polarized entity to move into negatively polarized space-time. However, it's, a fun it's also a function of his lack of understanding of what he's doing. Uh, I am sure if the entity, in this case Carla, had full understanding of what he was doing that he would not do it. It is a function of his negatively polarized other self or the negatively polarized other self creating a situation by which he or is, shall I say, lured to that configuration how Carla would be. What is the principle with respect to the first distortion law of free will that allows this to occur since we have two portions of the creator, each of equal value or equal potential, shall I say, but oppositely polarized, and we have this situation resulting? Could you tell me the philosophical principle behind this particular act? And um, Ra gives a very rich answer at 69.17 and says there are two important points in this regard. Firstly, we may note the situation wherein an entity gets a roadmap which is poorly marked uh, and in fact is quite incorrect. The, in brackets, the entity sets out to its destination. It wishes only to reach the point of destination but becoming hopeless, becoming confused by the faulty authority and not knowing the territory through which it drives, it becomes hopelessly lost. 
Free will does not mean that there will be no circumstances when calculations will be awry. This is so in all aspects of the life experience. Although there are no mistakes, there are surprises. Secondly, that which we and you do in working such as this carries a magical charge, if you would use this much misunderstood term. Perhaps we may say a metaphysical power. Those who do work of power are available for communication to and from entities of roughly similar power. It is fortunate that the Orion entity does not have the native power of this group. However, it is quite disciplined, wherein this group, whereas this group lacks the finesse equivalent to its power. Each is working in consciousness, but the group has not begun a work as a group. The individual work is helpful, for the group is mutually an aid one to another. And there was a 48-second pause between the end of such answer and the beginning of the next question. Uh, not sure why. And this was the end of the discussion of the advanced metaphysical principles uh, of the octave, uh, particularly the law of free will, the applications of the law of free will in decision-making and experience of consequences. Uh, Ra gave first the situation of uh, a poorly marked roadmap, or even quite incorrect and faulty. The faulty authority of a poorly marked roadmap that is quite incorrect and mistaken. Uh, uh, like um, the the like mistaken teaching, uh, spiritual teaching that um, leads us to hurt ourselves or leads us to um, become trapped by a deceptive teacher or uh, the, the uh, communication between the negative entity and Carla had she uh, successfully been lured to negative uh, time space, meaning uh, the negative entity would say something like, help me, I need your help, please, please, I'm in such suffering, oh, 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 um, please, uh, dear one, follow me, do what I say, be my representative, be my helper, healer, come with me. Uh, this kind of faulty or deceptive or incorrect uh, lying statement or statement of deception to uh, you know lure her away is similar to a faulty authority uh, and if one follows um, one simply uh, experiences the consequence of having followed faulty authority sorry that's just the way it goes that's just why Gautama said the, the whole of the spiritual path is association with the wise and the worthy association with those of morality true morality and right view in the spiritual path and so in sense of what's helpful, what's not helpful, and the way out of suffering. Uh, wise association as the whole of the spiritual path. Because if you keep associating with the wise and the worthy, um, at least those who are sincerely seeking and learning and growing, then uh, you cannot help but do it too. And there's no... And, there, and that, that is... Um, you know, um, wisdom authority, uh, love wisdom authority. So, Razik saying, um, you know, yes, there's free will, but free will obviously doesn't I eliminate the reality of circumstances when we make a mistake in our calculations. In all aspects of life, that's the case. We can become hopelessly lost by following faulty authority. Uh, I thought it would be this way, but it wasn't. You know, you marry the wrong person, uh, you're in big trouble down the line. Yeah, because you made a mistake. You didn't see their mind well enough before you made the commitment. You join the wrong company, you join any company, you marry a certain person, you decide to open a business, whatever it is. If the calculations are mistaken, or you don't understand who it is and what it is you're getting into, um, you may become hopelessly lost, or at least very 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 despairing uh, 
end um, in a place you wish you had you, you wish you don't uh, you haven't arrived at so yeah uh, calculations are mistaken sometimes <laughs> and uh, Ross said although there are no mistakes there are surprises you know this is quibbling uh, Ross said there are no mistakes in the law of one well that's fine but um, mistaken calculation um, or faulty authority mistaken calculation and ending up in a place of um, feeling hopelessly lost sounds like a mistake to me. Yes, it's all complete and whole and perfect, but in time and space, I think there's no problem saying, uh, I wish I hadn't done it, and I felt that was a mistake or wrong view. So, uh, the law of one doesn't mean that all view is right view. It really means that all view is empty of uh, substantial reality and is just a fashioned opinion. However, there are some fashioned opinion views called right view that help us uh, be free of suffering and ignorance. And there are other views that are also empty uh, and opinions and ways of living that trap us further in suffering and ignorance. So there's uh, helpful uh, and unhelpful, illusory, empty opinion or view. Um, <laughs> one leads to our long-term well, well-being and the other one doesn't. So, and uh, you can say it was a mistake and all is perfect. And then finally, Ra is saying that uh, their activity with Ra in the channeling uh, is a working carrying magical charge or metaphysical power. And so spiritual working, like meditation, like prayer, like study, perhaps, or even listening now to this talk, or my talking and you're listening, and you're thinking, and um, this group process could be called a working, carrying magical charge, you know, and metaphysical power. Therefore, yes, or not therefore, but um, in association with that perspective, we can. there is the metaphysical principle, which is the next here. Those who do work of power are available for communication to and from entities of roughly similar power. And that's the case. <laughs> when you get um, bright enough, um, you will get psychic uh, challenge. Negative entities will draw near to try to rob the light of intelligent energy, love, light, light, love, that one's uh, mind, body, spirit, mind, body, spirit, or crystalline seven-dimensional uh, beingness now radiates that it didn't that they want to um, parasitize parasitize uh, interestingly and so uh, doing spiritual working whatever that may be uh, that may uh, spirit, true spiritual working carries magical charge is associated with metaphysical power and opens one, yeah, to communication to and from entities on the negative path who are of similar power, unfortunately. <laughs> and so you can, you know, the greater the sinner, the greater the saint. The greater the saint, the greater the sinner. The greater the saint or the greater the love-light development, the greater the uh, negative temptation or negative co-optation um, agency um, is allowed the agency of negative intervention or the negative entity and temptation or harm um, and so driving uh, 120 miles an hour is akin to potent spiritual working or having achieved development by long-term potent spiritual working driving uh, very really fast in the fast lane um, leads to either um, a very rapid ascension or development continued uh, and or a crash so there's a value to going slow there's a value to doing uh, potent spiritual working uh, but care is paramount being careful uh, interestingly, Ross said that the Orion entity doesn't have the native power of this group. Why? 
I don't really understand because none of them really knew what they were doing magically <laughs> from an adept's perspective. And that's why Ross said they better work as a group. Um, and Ross said each is working in consciousness, doing spiritual work, you know, meditation, study, prayer, uh, thanksgiving, ritual. But they haven't, the group has not begun a work as a group, meaning they weren't doing group training in the you know, white magical arts in a formal way. Meanwhile, the entity, the, the Orion entity, didn't have the native power. Now, that may be also because Don and Carlo were six density wanderers, and Jim perhaps late five, and that's what Ra had said, or didn't say directly, but sort of insinuated in my interpretation in a, another exchange, and that the Orion entity is lower 5D negative, and everybody in the group is actually uh, 50, 5D, uh, upper 5D and 6D, uh, of greater native power. So dimensions, uh, dimensional levels are degrees of power. Chakras represent degrees of ascend, ascending power from root to crown. These are other perspectives that are helpful. 6918. Don asked, this instrument performs services on Sunday night, channeling other members of the Confederation. We are reluctant to continue this because of the possibility of her slipping into trance and being offered the services of the negatively polarized adept. Are there any safeguards to create a situation where she cannot go into trance other than at a protected working such as this one? Uh, it's interesting that they wanted to continue it even though there's such danger. Uh... Ross said there are three, meaning three safeguards. Firstly, the instrument must needs improve the disciplined subconscious taboo against requesting Ra. This would involve daily conscious and serious thought. The second safeguard is the refraining from the opening of the instrument to questions and answers for the present during the trance in the session. The third is quite gross in its appearance, not gross, ugly, but gross uh, physical material quite gross in its appearance, but suffices to keep the instrument in its physical complex, the hand may be held. Hold her hand. So these are safeguards to prevent her from going into trance other than at protected working such as the raw sessions. Um, the third is holding one's hand, and so yes, it's hard to go to sleep, or it's hard to it can be hard to go to sleep, it's hard, hard, hard to go to trance, hard to go into deep meditation, if somebody's touching your body. Um, because uh, there's a natural reflex that keeps the, um, what, ectoplasm? It keeps some kind of astral substance or some kind of energy sentient field uh, in the body or in close association to the body by the touch on the skin of the body. And you can keep that in mind. Uh, many spiritual people don't sleep well in bed with another person. Many spiritual people would do a whole lot better sleeping alone. And that's not very romantic. Um, and if you think that's sad, then don't do so. But mm, for certain kind of working at night uh, and also deep sleep, <laughs> it may be better to sleep alone. And that's a whole other matter. Some people have real problem with that. In terms of their relationship issues. Uh, second is uh, don't open to question and answer in while in the session. Uh, but the first is the most uh, critical, and this is a principle that deserves a long elaboration. But I don't have time. Uh, I will clear out sixty nine nineteen first before I go to the first safeguard. The third safeguard, Don questioned 6919, saying, Then you are saying, just by holding the instrument's hand during the channeling sessions, that this would prevent trance. Ross said, This would prevent these those levels of meditation, which necessarily precede trance. Also, in the event that, unlikely as it may seem, the entity grew able to leave the physical complex, meaning while being held, the auric infringement and the tactile pressure would cause the mind-body-spirit complex to refrain from leaving. So, 
this is using mind body spirit complex in a kind of term in a kind of rough way because uh, in trance and her body is in the room is it that the mind body spirit complex is gone well what about the body in the room isn't that part of it of course it is and so it's it would cause um, uh, an energy field aspect of mind body spirit complex from leaving the holding the hand would keep that that uh, from leaving which Ra had talked about ectoplasm or something it's it's um it's it may be the astral field but it's a certain kind of energy field energy sentient field maybe astral field the astral body goes in you know is is either in association or uh, detaches somehow somewhat from physical body that's what the leaving is actually but yes certain levels of meditation precede trance and yes um there is auric infringement and tactile pressure uh when someone touches us and therefore if you're touched by a very evil person it's not very helpful if you go to a healer and that healer has a damaged mind it's not a good idea to let them touch you if you go to any kind of helper and they touch you or they want to touch you or that's what's involved and you're more developed than they are or they are not well or you can perceive their distortions and wounding or uh, imbalance or whatever uh, you will be affected by it so be careful who you let touch you certainly those who claim to be healers and helpers and certainly anybody touching your head but now back to the first safeguard 6918 uh, how for her to not run the risk of being uh, misplaced by the Orion entity or mm, you know mistakenly following it to another dimensionality first uh, to not and to not go into trance and not call raw how the first is critical and this is a very important principle the instrument must needs must improve the discipline subconscious taboo against requesting raw this would involve requesting raw this would involve daily conscious and serious thought. How to change the, subco the subconscious? How to change our life? If you want to change your mind, change your life. <laughs> if you want to change your life, change your mind. Actually, it's change your mind precedes changing your life. Change your thought changes your behavior, changes our experience, changes the response of the environment to us. It begins with daily conscious and serious thought. It begins with prolonged focus and contemplation, focused, lengthy contemplation, uh, which is daily conscious and serious thought upon something, upon what we feel is better or helpful or what we wish to learn. In this case, it's um, for her, by daily conscious, serious thought, realizing that she must stop herself from calling wrong but in that's just a very specific case uh, if she the principle is the same uh, if she by effort made daily conscious serious thought that she shouldn't request raw anytime ever 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 other than um, in these protected raw sessions with the ritual at the beginning and all this if she reflected on that on that on that um, point uh, of, of decision decision point or perspective or um, uh, conviction the conviction I will never request raw outside of this uh, working uh, that conviction comes by daily conscious and serious thought and then she won't and so if you want to change your life change your mind if you want to change your mind you must develop conviction conviction in that which you seek conviction of that which you seek to change and the new way you seek to adopt that conviction certitude certainty um, is achieved I'd say by daily conscious and serious thought contemplation focused upon the matter.
do I really want this or not? What am I doing and what do I really want? What's really best? I really have to kick the habit. I really want to stay alive. I really want to um, um, achieve this goal. I really don't want to do this, keep doing this or that. I really don't want to get involved in what's harmful. Uh, and now I'm sure. From that comes uh, the development of new habit and the breaking and falling away of old habit. It really does happen. But it, it, it requires pr preliminary, it preliminarily or firstly requires conviction. And that conviction, certainty, certitude, certitude, uh, comes from daily conscious and serious thought or of repeated contemplation upon um, what truly is best for us. And then habits change. They really do. They really do. And the life changes and the people around change and the environment changes and everything can be um, remote. Much, not everything, but much can be re reshaped. 6919, we did already. Um, and uh, again, bear in mind that um, any touch is not only tactile pressure, but is also auric infringement. And some people are more sensitive to auric infringement than others. 6920, uh, we will finish the session here. Uh, meaning today, Don said, we keep bringing up points out of the Esmeralda Sweetwater book, that being one particularly in the book, or that being one, the whole issue of what could have happened to her. I was wondering, in that we were attempting to retrieve, this is from the story, the space girl's mind-body-spirit complex from what must have been negative time-space, as it was placed there by the magician Trostrick, was the scenario of Trostrick's actions in the story, working against, working with the space girl, and uh, was the scenario of Trostrick's actions, working with the space girl, and in Esmeralda Sweetwater's magical ritual that she was designed that she that she designed to help retrieve the space girl's mind body spirit complex were these both of these techniques approximately reasonable or were there any errors in the design of these magical techniques so in writing the book i assume i haven't read it don and carla developed uh, techniques magical techniques to retrieve, help retrieve her misplaced mind-body-spirit complex uh, as a result of the activity of the magician, um, very much akin to what what was uh, going on with the raw contact at this point. Ra said, there are no errors. We only remind each that this particular character imaged forth by you was an experienced adept, <laughs> and you're not. <laughs> So, um, Don wondered, you mean the character Trostrick? And Ross said, no, this is incorrect. We referred to Esmeralda, as this en imagined entity was called, uh, meaning there were no errors in the design of the magical techniques, but in the book, the character Esmeralda was an experienced adept, imagined to be so, thus obviously had very great capacity to you know uh, effectively perform the white magical techniques not yet the same as LNL individual members in the group different she was an experienced adept they're not they're not begun work as a group experienced adepts you know they're they're few and far between few and far between they're very few and um, they don't announce it and um, uh, don't don't pretend you're not you're something that you're not. It's not helpful for you. Uh, you mean the character Trostrick? No, Ross said we referred to Esmeralda. And Ra goes on at sixty nine twenty one. We may note that long practice at the art which each intuits here would be helpful. We cannot speak of methodology, for the infringement would be most great. However. To speak of group efforts is, as we scan each, merely confirmation of what is known. 
Therefore, this we may do. We have the available energy for one fairly brief query. And that goes to the last exchange. Uh, Ra's basically saying, uh, into, you know, I, I think insinuating that Esmeralda is an advanced or an experienced adept, and they are not yet, of course, long practice at the art, which each intuits here, which is what, white magic, I guess? It would be helpful to practice for long. They can't speak a methodology, meaning they can't actually proscribe or prescribe, <laughs> pro, pre, prescribe, I guess, or uh, prefer or offer or instruct through um, specific methodology and technique. They're not going to train them to be adepts uh, in a formal way because of the infringement. And it's you know, not a good idea because they're not ready for it and um, it was a, they were not really you know, they were trying to get communication not to become adepts. Um, that was the original intention and they're really quite different works. Ross said um, to speak of group efforts is merely confirmation, meaning they're nearly, they're just talking about what the group can do alone or as individuals and together or as a group rather than as with the goal of becoming experienced white magical adepts which really never really was uh, solidified as the gro as the goal of of the LNL group I feel they did you know that there's that's a, just a different piece of work than um, keeping this channel and communication and staying safe so uh, it's not a good idea to romanticize uh, becoming and being an adept you know the Siddha walking barefoot through India uh, 800 years ago uh, doing magic here and there uh, if you're not super disciplined and moral you're going to get into big trouble so 6922 the last exchange Don said there are many techniques and ways of practicing so called white magical arts are rituals designed by a particular group for their own use just as good or possibly better than those that have been practiced by groups such as the Order of the Golden Dawn and other magical groups. And he's wondering, um, is it better for us to work with the rituals that we've designed for our own use, or better for us to be practicing with rituals designed by other groups uh, that may have longer experience, like Order of Golden Dawn? Now, is that Crowley? Maybe so. What the hell is he doing playing with Crowley? Crowley's work. I don't know, but it doesn't look like a good decision to me. Ra's answer, 69.22, and the end of the session, Ra says, Although we are unable to speak with precision on this query, we may note some gratification that the questioner has penetrated some of the gist of a formidable system of service and discipline. Uh, and then there's the conclusion I am Ra may we thank you again my friends for your conscientiousness all is well we leave you rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one infinite creator go forth with joy Adonai and that ends session 69 um, Ra didn't answer the question 6922 should they what's better to use should they use their own rituals established by them designed by a particular group for their own particular use what they were doing or Don was doing with them or should they use those uh, of more formally established groups like uh, Order of the Golden Dawn and Ra didn't say this or that is better, uh, but they were they had some gratification that um, Don, by the question, penetrated or re reveals that he's comprehending um, uh, to to a, to a greater extent this formidable system of service and discipline. He's penetrated some of the gist 
meaning uh, he's demonstrated that he is comprehending more of what's involved with white magic. Uh, he's revealed, his question reveals uh, a deeper comprehension of what uh, such work is all about. And that penetration of some of the gist is um, a deeper realization of what's involved, which Ra calls a formidable system, formidable meaning what, uh, mighty and powerful, a formidable system uh, of service and discipline. <laughs> uh, in brackets, uh, my bracket, <laughs> completely uh, non-mentioning at this point how, in my understanding, the vast majority of people who are playing with the magical arts uh, accumulate very heavy negative karma. And most humans, in my experience, who are playing with the occult arts go on to the left-hand path, or if they're on the positive, they uh, depolarize significantly. And even Crowley, Ross said, was positive at the base of his beingness. So here we have from my understanding of what Ross said about Crowley, Alistair Crowley, that this is a being positive at the base of his beingness, okay? Higher self, uh, oriented to the right, service to all, love, wisdom. Meanwhile, he becomes, um, what, some kind of public, public adept uh, of uh, the beast and the 666 and the OTO and all that, or Golden Dawn and all that and is now on the astral plane in a lot of trouble or in a lot of needing a lot of healing which is Ra's very you know very uh, sterile sanitized or very detached really very emotionless detached perspective that uh, this entity is in hell on the lower astral if he's even there yet you can do that if you like good luck to you so uh, yeah, it's a formidable system of service and discipline, the white magical arts. And most people down here on the ground that are playing in the magical arts or think that magical arts are the occult path, is, that's the way to go, uh, I think, can get into a lot of trouble, create some very heavy karma, depolarize from the positive path if they ever were, uh, and delay their own evolution. Meanwhile, yeah, sure... Um, a sincere teacher with sincere student with a sincere truly well-founded system of white magical art is a great system of service and discipline but uh, how many people who do magic are seeing themselves developing their abilities in service to all their abilities in service to God or the Logos or humanity uh, <laughs> Or are they involved in magical arts because they want to get stuff faster? <laughs> so, um, morality fallen, uh, karmic bondage intensified. So, yeah, uh, the white magical arts, I would say for sure, are a formidable, mighty, powerful system of service and discipline. Uh, if they remain white. And so, <laughs> let the buyer beware. There are no mistakes, but there are surprises. Um, but, yeah, I would say there are mistakes. They're perfect. All is perfect, but there are mistakes. So be careful. Next time, session 70, uh, is... Uh, also about 24, 25 questions, 24, and um, more about psychic attack, psychic greeting, what was going on, and um, some good information about higher self or Atman, which is very useful because uh, there no none come to the Father but through the Son, and none... Uh, leave the octave except through um, the higher self. None get to Paramatman except through Atman. None get uh, to the Logos except by the sub-sub-Logos. Or uh, it's critical for us to um, achieve, <laughs> to, to listen to higher self, 
or to listen to guidance from our true being, the true true man without rank, as Lynch said. So seventy session seventy, we'll talk more about that, and another assortment of questions about UFOs and time space. So very interesting stuff actually, and um, it'll take us a couple of weeks to go through it. So thank you very much. I hope it's been helpful. Thank you for listening. Take good care of yourselves. See you next time, and good night.